0: Oh, man now it's recording there we go oh, okay we missed the <laughs> testicles but
1: you know every time well as you guys know we're really not great at technology and every time we test it we usually say testicles
0: because <laughs> and it's not not funny every time every time it's so funny <laughs> test 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 testicles. testicles
1: so we're in a san pedro studio san pedro for those who don't know is a little bit south of manhattan
0: beach near long beach yeah, I didn't realize it was so close to Long Beach. Um, somebody asked me the other day. I go, it's, oh, 30 minutes south of um, Manhattan Beach. And then I looked at a picture on a map and I was like, or just five seconds north of Long Beach.
1: Yep. Certainly. And I came down here to Danny and Jeff's new abode for the month and brought the dog. She immediately went outside and rolled around in some other dog shit that was out there. You so know, we just got a bath.
0: Imagine if people did that. You just rolled and... St- Stinky, like you took a baby diaper and you just rolled it (laughs) in. It's so disgusting. Dogs are so gross. Why? They're so freaking disgusting. And then she comes over and like gets in your lap. Yeah. You're just like, why? Why? Why, pep? She's she's just acting like nothing.
1: (laughs) Um, so so today's episode doesn't need to be too long, but I think we want to chat a little bit about. So we we have been meaning to talk a little bit more about Zoe Lee's. Um, episode which you guys I know have been loving and thank you so much for all the shares um, all the comments everything you guys have been sharing obviously in our closed Facebook group if you guys are in there it's thebestlifepodcast.com and Zoe's episode definitely
0: shook up the fitness industry a good amount it did it did Um, there were a lot of comments if you don't know which episode it was it was what episode 140 oh look 140 something 147 nope I don't know. I'm look- oh, 143. Episode 143, if you haven't listened to it, um, it was entitled, it was titled The Mindset of Moderation and Healing from Abuse with Soe Lee. And she came out, she didn't mention names, but she came out um, with talking about how she left a relationship that was basically a narcissistic abusive relationship. Yep um from someone who was well known in the fitness industry and there were a lot of um, like forums and yep. people talking about closed it Closed facebook groups lots of stuff we saw yep. screenshots of conversations and we you know i honestly didn't have any idea of how big it was but our numbers showed that people were really interested it was obviously getting passed around and you know we got some uh, interesting comments we did get one in the in the dms that said you know, I hope there was some kind of something about going to court, or like, was this validated? Well, it was just, yeah, it was basically like, is this actually true? Because mm-hmm. if it's not, it's slander. Yeah. And they said, is this? You know, if this isn't true, then you know, even though abuse is illegal, slander is also illegal. And so I responded back that they could, and they said they hadn't listened yet. I said, you can listen to the episode, and we believe Zoe, so, and we stand with her. And so we kind of wanted to talk about that. Um, you know, obviously. We hear on this podcast um we don't want to we don't want to perpetuate uh slander, we don't want to perpetuate um just like gossip for the sake of gossip um but we think there are really important things that need to be brought up and to be brought to people's attention, and we also want to say that we stand with and we believe our guests yes, and so um you know, and this is a really big topic, and it's it's a tricky one because there is always that, like he said, she said kind of thing. And so, and I, hopefully if you, you guys have listened to us for a long time and listened to our early episodes where Jill and I shared our experiences with our exes having affairs, that you see that we we never place blame on the other person or we're saying, um, we usually just share our experience. Like this was our experience, this is how we saw it. So we're never trying to say like, this is the truth. We're always trying to make sure we say that this is our truth. And I think so we did a really great job of of doing that as well like sharing her experience um what she saw she didn't share names so while people have figured out who it was whether you know they knew him or not she never in my opinion didn't throw him under the bus she told her story and I think sometimes this is when we
1: share online or we share on podcasts and obviously like Danny and I work with a lot of clients so sometimes there is this like gray area of like should I share this? You know, especially if, I don't know, maybe say you're someone as an example that's different than this, an example of like maybe you grew up and you kind of had issues around food or body image and maybe you got those food and, and body image issues from your mom yep. and how she treated herself or what the way she talked about things or the way she treated you or the way she talked to you. And sometimes if you're starting your personal brand, you know, people want to know that side of you. So you might tell the story of when I grew up, you know, m- my mom always was, you know, talking about food and she was always obsessed with dieting and whatever. Like, that is your truth, yep. even though it affects somebody else. So when we look at Zoe, like, here's my thing. And like, at the end of the day, and this is what a lot of kind of the messaging that I saw on, online was people saying, well, this is too personal for the internet or this is um, this belongs behind closed doors or you never know what goes on in a relationship, which all of that stuff is true. But at the same time, we don't see Zoe as any other any different than we'd see any other guest who would tell a story that is relevant to their message. So as a personal brand, whether it's Zoe or Danny J, myself, like part of what we do share is our personal experience because it shaped us. And so I thought Zoe did a really great job of telling the story, which was of course her view of things, but it's also valid just because maybe the other person doesn't see things the same way. It doesn't mean her story isn't valid. The way she told it, the narrative that she told was really honest. And then she said, and I also wanted to, I want to share this in service. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really where we're coming to. It's not about gossip. Yep. In fact, by by the way, you guys, and I, I don't know if you know this, but like we didn't get her on the podcast to talk about that at all, actually. Like we got her on the podcast mainly to talk about, you know, her work. And then part of her work is the fact that she's been using her email newsletter more and opening up to those people. And so, you know, that was really like the segue into talking about kind of the personal life. And I don't agree that your personal life doesn't belong online. Yeah, I think if you feel compelled to share it as an example, especially someone like Zoe who had the courage to leave an abusive relationship, like, sorry, that's a great message to share globally, and that's going to be under the umbrella of your personal brand.
0: I agree. I think that leaving an abusive um, abusive relationship, like the word you said, courage is so. It just encompasses all of that I think it takes a lot of courage I also say like to the woman who said this could be slander um, I I really uh, had this like visceral reaction initially because I was like why would somebody make this up right and I I do know that like we've seen this on television where you know somebody there's I think in most cases if a woman comes forward with an allegation um, of abuse or um, assault or something like that Nine times out of 10, it happened because the risk to talk about that thing, especially if somebody in power with money, um, who is out there in the open, the risk to her and her reputation is so high that most women keep it silent. They say a majority of cases of rape and abuse are kept silent because of the fear of that. So when somebody comes forward, it takes a lot of fucking courage and guts. And yes, there are cases where we've heard of like somebody, you know, uh, making up a story because they're trying to get money and exploit this person who's like in the NBA or something like that. But those cases are so few and far between. And I think when you look at the reputation, like when you look at Zoe's reputation and who she is as a person and her just body of work behind her and just who, how she, yeah, she, doesn't she need this up. as a she doesn't need this as leverage. No, no, not at all. And it's it's like, can we just look at this whole picture? And as, I don't know, just as women, I feel like we need to believe women
1: support each other. I mean, that's the thing is like, we believe women. I think that's a hashtag. And like, I don't know. I mean, to me, that's always the default. The default isn't, well, maybe they're lying. You know, I mean, again, and I, you know, it's not that I don't, I don't believe men either. You know, it's like, but take, and we've talked about this across several episodes. Whenever we talk about communication, we always say, take people at their word. Take what people say at face value. And so we're not treating this any differently than we would treat any other guest telling their story. And it's relevant. It is relevant. It just is different because a lot of people know these individuals, you know, and it's it's kind of um, relevant to what we're seeing in the industry, a little bit of a reckoning of you're seeing these men in power who haven't really been checked, who are, you know, have gotten away with, a lot, and I—I I mean, it's not just men, but you know, it's—it's it's a lot of people, but it's mostly men. Um, And so that's a generalization, but they're getting away with things that are not okay, and so they're kind of getting—I don't want to say called out, but there's a reckoning there. There's a, a course correcting that is happening, and I think that that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, I think it is a good thing, and it's like okay, if you have someone on the show who's courageous enough to talk about that, then like we as like producers of this show have an obligation to get that out as much as we can.
0: I agree. And I think you made a good point earlier too about, so he's uh, the reason she talked about it wasn't to throw someone in the bus, um, like wreck his reputation. Well, especially because him. they
1: weren't public when they were together even, yeah. you know what I mean? So like, yeah. it's not even like she would get anything from leveraging that conversation.
0: Totally. Totally. I think it was, it was more of a, like, let me share my story. Let me share where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. And I loved it because loved it for her to share that i feel like it can give so many other women going through the same situation courage because you can tell what when she explained how she was she was so scared and like had every reason she's like we just got a home together we had all of these things to walk away from all of that is terrifying to give up everything that you know to give up your home to give up whatever to start something new and to basically begin from scratch is really scary and that's like why so many people stay they stay for so many reasons um there were just it just came out in the news recently um drew Carey's ex-fiance was murdered pushed over a third story balcony by an ex um abusive relationship a woman in australia her ex-husband doused gasoline on her and her children lit the car on fire abusive like these abusive relationships start with a slap they start with something small and they progress and progress and progress and then what happens is is at the end of this everyone says why did they stay well why did they stay why didn't they just leave Mm. and this is like she explained why why you you would stay because we have a home together because we have like they're scared to move forward because to walk away from everything you have and because you start to justify the behavior or you start to just like, it starts small and it gets bigger and bigger until it, until the inevitable happens or whatever. So I think that her sharing that and that courage and it helped me understand why somebody would stay. I was like, dang, that's, it does take a lot of courage to leave.
1: And also someone who is what we believe to be a strong, independent, successful woman who is, you know, gorgeous, you know, all these things. Yeah. You know, I think that's why it was even more impactful because I think when we typically think about abusive relationships or she mentioned on the show battered woman syndrome, like we tend to think like it's just this meek kind of, you know, woman who doesn't have anything going on. She's really insecure and like whatever. And like, you know, so we admitted that she had some insecurities and, you know, I certainly admitted that in terms of before I left my marriage, but like. I think it's even more impactful when you see someone like that because you're like, oh, we're all the same. Yeah. You know, it's easy to see someone like Zoe or, you know, Danny or myself or whatever on the internet and like, oh, they're so strong or they just have it all together or anyone online, yeah. right? We're always showing our highlight reel. But to hear someone just have an honest account of like it took me a little bit of time to get out of that situation, I think. And, and really what I loved the most about Zoe's episode and the way she talked about it was it was very uh, clinical. She didn't judge herself. She wasn't beating herself up about it. She was very honest, even though you could tell that she had feelings of, she had maybe feelings of shame or embarrassment or whatever, but she just told it so honestly mm-hmm. and so confidently that when you see someone like that, who is at this, who's at the level she is, it's, it makes it even more impactful, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, As an example. And that was the thing is she told it the way she did and she did. It wasn't like, I'm going to stab this guy in the back and throw him into the bus and wreck his reputation. No. She didn't mention his name. She was like, this was my piece. This is my story. And so I think that, uh, I feel like that was integrity with our show as well. I think yeah. that we've done a really good job on taking responsibility for I, our side and the lessons from it. And I feel like she took her lessons and what she needed to learn out of it, and shared those lessons with the audience. And so I, I just felt like it was important to talk about again and just bring up like why we had her on and why we believed her, and why we will continue to do so. Um, and it's also, you know, we have I would say the majority of our. Audience is women. Probably ninety-nine percent of our audience is women, and many of you, because you've heard our stories of the infidelity or things that we've gone through. I know that many of you are going through things like so we have been, or things that Jill and I have been through. And so we know that people are going through stuff. And obviously, this isn't gonna um, this isn't gonna be a story that is relatable to every single person who listens. But Jill and I have always said, if this just helps one person, yep. if this helps one person whether they're getting out of a relationship or seeing something in themselves that they didn't see or having courage to do something, you know, for me, even though I, I've never been in an abusive relationship, just listening to her and the courage that she had gave me so much more respect for women going through that. It also just made me think about myself and like, what would I do in this situation? Mm. And how could I, how could I be more courageous in my own life? If she could do that, in that kind of situation, how am I holding back and not being courageous in like small things? And so I think we can all get inspiration out of that story regardless if we relate to the exact scenario or not.
1: Yeah, you know, one last thing I do want to touch on before we end is um, kind of like the internalized misogyny that mm-hmm. kind of came up. So we did see some screenshots from different places on the internet. So just so you guys know, like we weren't particularly, Danny and I weren't really tagged a lot and stuff. So like we kind of missed a whole bunch of stuff. People just kept messaging us like, wow, this is all over the fitness industry. Like we didn't see that as much. People were definitely sharing the episode. And so they were tagging the best life and that was cool. But we didn't see a lot of the the conversation, the actual conversation. So what we saw was screenshots from different like forums, different closed Facebook groups, all that kind of stuff. And there were a lot, of women and not that it needs to be like along, you know, gender lines, but there were a lot of women kind of protecting him. Mm -hmm. And I think Danny and I have had the experience of wanting the affirmation of a powerful man in the fitness industry as previous figure competitors, fitness competitors, you know, we have the experience of wanting the affirmation of someone who is this like big coach who, you know, and, and I, I can tell for me, I was in a really insecure place at that time and wanting affirmation from these men in the in the industry who I wanted them to tell me I looked good. I wanted them to tell me I was, you know, doing the right thing, that I was good. Like I just, and it was misplaced. It was misplaced desire for affirmation. And so when I saw some of those things, like kind of protecting him or defending him from women, and it's not that it's just because they're women, they have to agree with Zoe, but it's like they're still trying to get the affirmation from yeah. the powerful man in the industry. And that that is a problem. And yeah. we've seen this in the figure competitor world big time. Big time. And so I want to kind of just bring that up because it's not that anyone needs to like change what they're doing. But if you are in that way, might be, a good time to ask yourself like, yeah, why am I trying to get approval from this dude who sure, maybe like he helped me in some way, but at the end of the day, he's a human just like anyone else, yeah. you know, and he has flaws, obviously just like anyone else. Um, and so I think bringing this story to light is it's bringing up a lot of kind of maybe issues within the industry, not just with this person.
0: It's bringing, it's bringing, up issues within the industry for sure I remember um, I was a gymnastics coach and uh, my boss I had moved from one gym to another and my second boss was this male and he treated everyone so shitty except me and I remember just thinking like I would have conversations with my other um, people that I worked with and we'd have private conversations and I was like yeah he's such a like he's such a dick to you but I was like but he's fine for me and I just remember like kind of I guess being okay with that because like I was always on his good side until I wasn't. And once it got flipped on me, I was like, Oh, I realized, cause I I'd finally decided to quit. And it's a when, power play. The day that I decided to quit, he screamed at me. I was like, okay. I was like, Hey, I'm quitting. I'm getting another job. He flipped out. Um, he called his wife in there, started screaming. He like, he's like, Danny's quitting. <laughs> and it was this dramatic thing. And he was such an asshole to me. And I, all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I guess it will eventually come to me so just like i think sometimes we justify because it's like it's not happening to me and i'm still getting the affirmation that i want i'm still getting the good feelings that i want i'm still i'm still good right so yeah it's like it's just it's like a reminder of it can turn on you as well so if you are involved with someone who you see them treating everyone around them like garbage and yet you're justifying it because they're okay to you just know that at some point it could turn on you and I think there is something to be said and you know I, it's tricky because my paycheck was tied into this person so of course I'm like yeah well I'm good I'm still getting paid I get paid more than these other people and so I had this um, and it kind of just makes me feel icky but I was like 19 20 years old but looking back you know, I kind of justified, well, I get, I make more than them. So I'm going to keep kissing his ass. And it was just, it was a way of him keeping control over me. Yeah, right. It's a
1: power play. That's the thing. Totally. You know, and that's, that's I think what the big issue is, yeah. is going like, Hey, sure. Like your success is justified. You've helped a lot of people. We're not going to take that away from you, but at the same time, like you do have to be held accountable for some of the things. So if you choose, and this is the thing, if you choose to have a personal brand realize that some of the things might come out at some point, Right. And so we've seen this across the board. You know, you guys know we did an episode all about, um, uh, well, Jenna's scare, but we also did about like policing your friends and like, you know, all that kind of stuff that came up with, with, did we say his name on? I think we did say his name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With Lewis Howes last Mm -hmm. year. And so, you know, you have these people in power that, you know, it's not you have to have integrity outside of the internet. Yep. At the end of the day, you know, anytime I'm going back and forth with, the, with a DM with somebody or whatever, or emailing with them, I'm well aware that it can be screenshot and put on the internet and it fucking should. And it absolutely should. So it's a reminder for all of us that like act like a good human all the time. Yep. Not just when you're on the internet, jo- not just when you're with your clients, not just when you're like, when you're visible or people can see, like be better. At the end of the day. Yep. And so I, th- I think the checks and balances are good.
0: Yep. And just be aware who you associate with. If you associate with someone who seems to be great to you, but a dick to everyone else. That's a red flag. It is a red flag. It is a red flag. And for me now, I really noticed that because of that experience I had. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tricky. Cause we do see that a lot. People in power taking advantage and they're like, well, they're cool to me. So I'm still going to support them. I'm still going to buy their courses. I'm still going to buy their, but, you know, for me, it's just, it's about supporting and believing the people who have been hurt. And so there's plenty of other people out there that I can support and, and, um, read their stuff and, and all of that, that I don't need to follow someone who just, is kind of a sketchy human. Yeah. I agree. So, it's anyway. a good
1: episode. We wanted to kind of tie it in and give you guys a little bit of closure. Cause we know we actually meant to talk about something on our story about last week, but we just never got to it, but we wanted to kind of have some closure and give you guys just our two cents on the whole thing and remind you that we believe women and we believe Sohi just as much as we would believe any other guest on our podcast. Um, and just a reminder for all of us to just be good humans and like have integrity and realize that if you make the choice to have a personal brand, that at some point, if you're an asshole, like it's going to come out and like, sorry, but not sorry. So And I say that to myself too, like, and, and to both of us, like, it's a good reminder for us or anyone who has an online brand, like, sorry, but like, that is, if you have a personal brand, that is your personal life. That's at least how I see it.
0: Amen. Um, yeah, and if you want to continue this conversation, there has been some conversation going on in our private Facebook group. If you go to the bestlifepodcast.com, it takes you to our private Facebook group, and it's all good stuff. And it's a safe space, and we love to just be open to everyone's opinions and um, perspectives. So we'll see you in there. We'll see you on the next episode. Yep, sounds good. Bye, guys.